Easy F Baby, man. That's what's hot on the streets from Hot 97. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I am so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about video games. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers and at Street underscore Soldiers. And keep checking LisaEvers.com for all the latest news and free podcasts of our Street Soldiers shows. A lot of you hit us up. You hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone. You hit up Drew. You hit up TJ, Angelique, everybody. Where can I get podcasts of the shows? It's real easy. Just go to LisaEvers.com and you can see all the podcasts there. You can download them for free. Or if you don't want to even bother downloading them, you can listen to them for free there. And you can see my Fox 5 news stories, what's happening in the streets, and what we're going to be talking about here on Hot 97. Now, this morning, we're talking about video games and the gaming explosion. If you've been anywhere in New York City... In the tri-state area, you have seen the ads for Grand Theft Auto V pretty much everywhere. They're like on subway stations, they're in bus stops, they're on walls, they're on murals. So we're really taking a look at this whole issue of video gaming. When does the fun turn into a dangerous addiction? What about with kids? How young is it? Oh, you know, how young can you be to be enjoying these video games? Because li- little toddlers get into them and seem to be uh, mesmerized by them. Give us a call at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Tweet us at Lisa Evers at street underscore soldiers. Now, everything about gaming is there's millions of gamers around the world who have fun with it, who enjoy it. It's entertainment. It keeps people busy for hours. You might even argue it just, you know, makes life a lot better in a lot of places because people are playing video games. But it's entertainment. But it's taken over taken over movies, taken over a lot of TV shows, taken over the music industry in terms of the amount of money. I just found out that Grand Theft Auto in its first three days reportedly generated $1 billion in sales. That's a billion dollars in sales. I mean, compared to what we talk about with like a platinum record or an artist does, I mean, it just blows that out of the water. So we're going to find out what the thrill is. We're going to find out more about this whole gaming industry, the gaming phenomenon, the stigmas, the stereotypes, also even career opportunities. There's a way to turn your passion also into profit and into a way to make a living. But it isn't all fun and games. There were a couple of stories that were the reason we actually wanted to do this right now. Um, we heard about a college student. Actually, he was a college lacrosse player. And when uh, GTA Five Grand Theft Auto V first came out a couple weeks ago, he was on an away game, and he was watching it. He was doing it for hours, playing for hours and hours and hours, decided he wanted to try it for real. We don't know what else he was doing while he was, you know, <laughs> there. But anyway, he, he goes outside, carjacks a pickup truck with a woman inside, and then goes and crashes into nine cars. And he told the cops that it was because he wanted to see what Grand Theft Auto was like in real life. Then also, even more disturbing this past week, we heard about a um, pair of video game addicted parents who were arrested for neglecting and failing to feed their three-year-old daughter. She weighed only 13 pounds. She was arrested and they had had problems with her before. And they just could not stop playing video games. Now, these are extreme cases, but there's also the issue, which we have um, a licensed clinical social worker in the studio with us to talk about this as well, too. It's one thing when you're an adult. It's one thing when you're doing this, you know, as a teenager or as an adult. It's a totally different thing if you're two or three years old and your kid's playing video games for their whole life. What does that do to them? Do they somehow change? Does it affect them in some way? And also, what about if you're kind of like on the fringe, like you love to play? Play, you love to game, and I'm not anti-video games. I'm just raising these questions. It's like, it, it, but you know, you notice you're kind of like slipping back from your friends. You're kind of like calling out sick from work when you can. <laughs> you're kind of slipping in all areas of your life, and you're kind of wondering like, hey, what's go? You know, what's going on there? Twitter's already blowing up. Sorry about that. <laughs> but the. Um, you know, the, the, the question is, it's, it happens with TV shows, too. I mean, people now, you know, with the um, on-demand things, they get addicted to a series, and then they just kind of, like, veg out, you know, veg out, you know, draw the shades down, the blinds down, <laughs> and just kind of wait till they see all 20 episodes. So we're going to talk about that whole aspect of it as well. Give us a call, 1-800-223-9797. That's one 800 223 
9797. Hit us up on Twitter at street underscore soldiers. Let us know what you think. Do you have a video game problem? What do you like about video games? And tell us, you know, what your favorites are. We got the people here in studio. They're going to break it all down for you. Got an amazing, amazing panel. Um, Joining us this morning, Kyle Harvey. He is the music and tech editor for the griot.com. We also have with us Angelina Montanez. She's the gaming editor for Evolve Entertainment. She's also attending NYU for game programming. And she knows what she's talking about on this. She's a tournament gamer as well. Angelina, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Also joining us is Sean Allen. He's a video game developer. Sean, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it. I don't think you look too happy with some of the things I was saying. So when you're with you, I'm kind of getting that vibe over here. Um, and also with us is the hip hop gamer, complete with the championship belt. Let me put on my sunglasses because the glare is too much. Thank you so much for being with us. We no appreciate problem, it. No problem. And also with us is Marguerite Donaldson. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Marguerite, thank you so much for being with us. Good morning. And Drew, can we get a microphone over for Marguerite? Oh, okay, so can we switch seats there? And then when we got to do the Twitter, we'll, we'll move, it up, move it all around here. All right. Um, Kyle, I want to start with you on this. When you look at what's happening with the video games, what do you think about that? Well, first of all, good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Um, I mean... I mean, the video game world, as someone who's grown up playing video games for the you know, better part of his life, it's just crazy to see how, you know, aside from how lucrative it would have been, how common it is that there's a lot of the stigmas and some of the stereotypes you would think of someone like a nerdy or a geek type person. Um, everyone else plays games. You know, you'll be on the subway sometimes, you'll see your mother or you'll see, you know, older woman over there playing, you know, a puzzle game while her, her child is over there playing something that's Pokemon. So, I mean, I think gaming doesn't really have a, a certain like stigma or image that goes to it. That's the one thing I've noticed as a uh, you know, 26-year-old person who's been doing it for a while. And then in terms of the phenomena, like we saw like the, the Grand Theft Auto and all the attention that that reached. And I mean, a billion dollars, you covered all, you know, you, you're in the, you've covered the music industry right, very right. closely too. Where does that put put it in comparison to some of like the biggest selling albums or big movies? I mean, it shows you, I mean, I don't, I don't mean, when it comes to the video game industry around the same time when the recession hit a lot of the game or, well, a lot of the music industry when things are being illegally downloaded, a lot of the gaming that type of um, hardware, the ability to like you know steal, wasn't really there. So I mean, I feel like when you price these games and it's become you know so worldwide, I mean, it has no choice but to be lucrative. I mean, everyone plays it, so therefore you know either your child or your you know your relative, someone is really close to that industry, so you're always going to make bank off it. All right, one eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. Do you play video games? What do you think about that? And we want to hear from you, um, Angelina Montanez. How did you get involved? And please come close to that microphone. How did you get involved with with gaming? I've been playing video games all my life. My uncle grew up playing PC games. So when he would watch us, um, that's what we would play. We would watch him play. So gaming to me is like escape for reality. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'll just play someone else's world. But when that console's off, it comes back to reality. And I think a lot of people can't separate that or, have, or having a hard time separating the two. Like, did you ever have a situation where something, you know, something really troubling happened in your life and then you just were like, let me just go on a gaming binge and, and, and like, not deal with it right now? Like, if I'm having Because people a do that with TV. They do it with alcohol. do it with, yeah, you know, everything. Yeah, a lot of people, Friday nights will go to happy hour and that's what they do. My happy hour is getting on Xbox Live <laughs> <laughs> with a bunch of my friends right, right. and just, we just hang out and just forget about everything. But, you know, you got to learn how to separate the two. Like, if you don't hit back to reality, you can't pay rent. When you can't pay rent, <laughs> you can't play your video games. Right. Your electricity gets turned off and you're out of business. You can't play Xbox. Sean Allen, you're a, you're a developer. Are there certain elements with some of these games? Like, what makes us so attracted to them and what makes them so compelling? Uh, um, well, first off, good morning. Good morning. Um, well, I think addiction often is misconstrued for... Uh, Passion? A lot of engagement. That's what, I mean, people talk about, like, immersion in games, but it's usually the engagement factor of the game. And, I mean, games, you know, we've been playing games for thousands of years. Um, you know, play Go, play Solitaire, play poker. From all those games, I mean, people waste far more of their lives playing poker. They waste, I, I met a guy recently, earlier this year, who played uh, poker for 48 hours straight, and he lost at the $270,000 level. Mm. But because the pot was like $8 million, he was very upset. But he took, at the same time, there was a fighting game tournament where maybe the top person brought in maybe ten grand. And the, But these people all play games the exact same amount of time, whether or not it's a digital game or a fighting game or 
up card game. So it's like games have this way of attracting people to them. But then with video games, you have this visual feedback loop and right. you can keep engaging with them and it can just kind of keep you going because you've got all the elements of entertainment there. You've got music, you've got video, you've got everything that can just keep you there and you you it tells you that you're doing well. It tells you if you're not doing well. Like I mean, that's why people play video poker versus regular poker. Instant feed. You get instant feedback right, on right. it. And then also the visual element has has developed has progressed so much. It's so amazing now. Yeah. All the video things. Hip hop gamer. Let, let's talk about you. Hey. Now hey. <laughs> now how'd you get into this? Um. Well, thank God. Uh. You know. Rest in peace to my grandmother. Uh, she passed away in 2010. But. I've been gaming since I was four. My grandmother got me. She give you like little Donkey Kong. She give you a little, uh, little I had everything. Pokemon. I, yeah, I had, no, not, I I didn't really like Pokemon too much, but I had everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Atari 2600, Nintendo, everything. That's why I got got a representative on my belt. But um, yeah, when I was four years old, that's when I started gaming and stuff like that. And then in 2007, in December, that's when I really wanted to take it serious as a business. You know, as a journalist, because I saw some things that was being said in the industry that was inaccurate so I just wanted to bring more of a real insight to the game from a gamer's p- point of view because you got some journalists that don't know anything about games but they know how to write so they'll just get a job at it you know what I'm saying so I just wanted to bring that energy to the game industry now the beautiful thing to me just because uh, of the topic of today there's a game that I'm playing right now called Beyond Two Souls right and this game is based off a guy named David Cage who lost a family member it was the first time he lost a family member this close to him so he made a game based around life and death you know what I'm saying wow. so in this game there's gonna be there's times where you're a child and there's times where you're growing up and you're a teenager and you're going through all these things in life and you gotta make these decisions and you play as a person and you also get a chance to play as a spirit and you get to see things and how people really feel about you in in the game it brings it brings real life to reality through the game the reason why is because there was a part in this game called homeless and when we was playing it you played the role of a homeless person and stuff like that and when you play the role of a homeless person people told you get out their store when you just wanted some food or they'll curse at you all of this stuff in the game but it make you feel like you felt something in the game and to me, I feel like a game can make you feel good. It can make you feel bad. It, it, you can learn from it. Like people learn how to read playing games. Uh, one of the studies, um, at, like there's certain surgeons, certain doctors that actually 27% of them that actually play games actually help them become better surgeons because of hand-eye coordination. So you get engaged in these games, and it's so real that. You're it's, saying that they, that we're overlooking the part that, that can enhance your life as well. Yeah, yeah, it's not all negative. There's a lot of positive oh, things no, to I th- it too. I'm not, as well. and I don't mean to imply that it's all negative, but it, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Let me bring in and Marguerite Donaldson. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Marguerite, thank you for being with us this morning. morning. We appreciate thank you, Lisa. it. Good morning. When you listen to this about video games, obviously it's a huge industry. It's phenomenally popular all over the world, gaining in popularity. Just like uh, Kyle pointed out, like all kinds of games for all different demographics. But the issue of violence in the video games is something that has been of concern to people. What do you think about that with children? Because there's some parents that don't want to let their small children play any games where you score if you kill people. And after the uh, the Newtown massacre, there was a lot of talk. Parents were saying, I want to, I don't want my children you know, to have anything to do with something like this. Is there a connection? I would say that for most people that act out these violent tendencies, that there's something underlying. I'm not. I'm not comfortable saying that the game caused that. Um, I think as a parent, you definitely need to be cautious about what your children are viewing, what kinds of games that they're playing, and, and as a parent, that is your responsibility. So if you decide that age ten, you're comfortable with that, okay, that's your prerogative. I- I might disagree with that, but if you want to wait until the child's a little older as a teenager, that's probably more advisable. Would it, yeah, but you see, but kids as young, I mean, hip hop gamers, like you were like, what, four years old? Yeah, I started when it's I was like, four. And you, right. see little, you see little toddlers, like little three and four year olds, they play games. I mean, give my nephew my phone and that's, he, wants the, he wants the Samsung, that's it. Give me the Galaxy, <laughs> I want to play some games. Sure. So I think there's two points there. What games are they playing? That's very important, obviously. Right. They're not playing Grand Auto 
you know, Grand Theft Auto, right? No, right. no. I blocked I mean, them I mean, from that one. I mean, they're categories. <laughs> That's the thing. They're categories out here. It's just like you can't really just clump, you know, gaming in general when you're talking about violent tendencies or even trying to get into that dangerous argument. You know, you really have to go ahead and really separate what you're talking about. Like, a puzzle game, no one's going to ever say is going to go ahead and, you know, make someone do something very violent. You know, when you get into the genres of fighting or something that's very competition-based, I think that's when people start throwing around these ideas when they're, you know, when some people may say, oh, this is a form of aggression. Some of us, you know, maybe gamers are saying that's a release. You know, I don't really, I'm not comfortable ever, ever really saying that there's a connection, but sometimes... It gets funny. But do you get pumped up? Honestly, anybody. Do you, like when oh, you're yeah. play, when you're playing, do you, do you oh, yeah. get pumped like, up? Yo, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, like oh, I just knocked you out. Yeah, it's uh, the great thing about it is actually fun. It's a new a newer way to having fun because you got a lot of people that's real to themselves or they real shy, but then they play a game and like who they are, which is a good spirit, could come out because they having fun. You see what I'm saying? And games bring that out of a lot of people. Is it a way to release? On, on oh, yes. your, like a way to release like stuff instead of like going out and like you know. Clock, oh yes, definitely. I, I, starting I, a fight with somebody. Cause yeah, I give you so many situations like just daily life. You, you could be having problems at school. You know what I'm saying? People always pick on you or whatever, whatever. But you know right from wrong. That's another thing. People gotta understand that when you're conscious of knowing what you're doing, which is right and wrong, you have a choice to make. If you're gonna do something wrong. You can't just always post blame on a game or somebody else or my mother made me do it or no. At the end of the day, it comes down to the individual. Responsibility. Angelina, you, did you want to say something on that? Like, what, what about emotionally? Like, you're talking about, you know, some people go to happy hour, you know, you get on your Xbox Live and... Because when you get on Xbox Live, you're with friends. You're with a group of people you know you're going to have fun. Whether it's a fighting game, it's a shooter, you're just there to have fun. A little bit of competition it, it never hurt anybody, but when you take it to the next level outside of the game, that's when you need to really see what's the underlying problem. You can't blame the game, or you can't blame the companies that make the game. There's a, a mature on Grand Theft Auto, meaning 18 and over, so nobody should buy their child a nine-year-old Grand Theft Auto. Right. It tells you exactly what's in the game. And you're saying it's coming down to the parents' responsibility and also the individual responsibility. Always. Because no child can walk into GameStop at nine years old and buy Grand Theft Auto. They will ask you, I need to see ID. So if a parent is going in and buying the game and you're giving the game to your child, you are the reason why now your child is traumatized. Not not the company and not the game. You gave it to your kid. But it's a parental responsibility. Sean, what about the in terms of developing these games? Is like what like are there stages? Are there levels of in terms of what you think are age appropriate? Um, well, I was gonna say uh, I've been in many games of tag that have ended in people beating the crap out of other people because <laughs> competition at any level can devolve True. into something. Although I'd probably say that there's less times where someone was playing Street Fighter Two in the arcades and started fighting someone because they're already engaging in this competition right. digitally along with and people actually probably can have more fun because you can actually you know act out this competition in more of a sports level area without ever actually having to have all the equipment and everything to do like a martial arts competition mm. right. and as and opposed you, to just a random you. random violent like just a random physical violence yeah actually right. absolutely and also just one thing i wanted to add is like i saw this movie uh blank no um, the police tapes and it's uh, set in the, it's, it was from the 70s. It's a documentary of a ride-along in the Bronx. And that is the first movie where, that's the first dead body I've ever seen. Because in that movie, there was just like a lot of people around a person. And there was a person who was dead. This was in, like, you know, like the mid-70s when New York was totally terrible. And, you know, these people did not have video games. They didn't have anything. And it was like these people, like everybody had nothing so they would get into arguments over nothing like someone didn't a return, bag of chips someone didn't return something <laughs> or a beer or 40 said, who had the you, left of the you know, you, rest of 40 it's like if someone took someone's dress and they didn't give it back the next day they might kill them or if they said that's something the bad guys. about their family <laughs> <laughs> all right let me get let me get to the phone lines 1-800-223-9797 you're listening to hot 97 street soldiers I'm your host, Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers on Twitter, at street underscore soldiers, if you want to hit us up with some tweets. And we're talking about video games, the positive, the negative, what's appropriate, age appropriate, the fun of it. And uh, let's take some phone calls at 1-800-223-9797. Let's go to uh, Andrew right now from New Jersey. Andrew, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, how's it going? Just uh, This is actually a really great topic, especially when it comes to me. I'm 25 years old, and I definitely been involved in like video games i've been playing mortal Kombat since i was eight <laughs> right. and uh, 
And now, as an uncle, I, I observe my nephew, my five-year-old nephew, actually plays Street Fighter on and off after homework. And I think the interesting factor about it is after he's playing, after he's playing the game, it's, you can sense um, he's always playful. So he's always to the point that with his brothers and sisters, it's almost to the point that he's inside of Street Fighter, like he's fighting karate, karate moves and stuff like that. But in the sense of that, I think his behavior doesn't justify the, the video games as if video games would be the blame for it. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I want to make sure we're understanding you because this is kind of like the core, the, the core of the whole show. It's like, so you're saying you watch your nephew play Street Fighter, he's five I, years I, old, and then afterwards, are you saying he's amped up and he's going around I, I, starting fights with the brothers and sisters? You're saying no, he's playful no. in terms of he's just like kind of a little it's bit mellowed playful. out. And, it's playful. It's like playful when it comes to his brothers and sisters. Not saying almost to the point that it's caused because of the, the Street Fighter game, but it, it's almost as common as if he did have the game. You, you you can see the same behavior. I mean, I don't think it's actually too fair to justify to make video games the blame because that actually says, what does that say about rap music? What does that say about rock music or, or any type of that music right. that has that type of behavior, whether that music, whether that uh, whether the, the the video okay, but, but I just I just want to be it. okay, but I just I just want to be clear. You're mm-hmm. saying he is more amped up when he finishes. He is, is he is more amped up. Okay, that that's a, that period. Okay, definitely. let me. I, I want to get a, I want to get a response from our uh, a licensed clinical social worker here, Marguerite. What do you think about that? Lisa, I apologize, but I wasn't able to hear the first portion of. Oh, okay. We'll come back to you on that. Let's go. Uh, let's go to some tweets here. Angelique, are we? What's going on on Twitter? Because I heard my phone going crazy. Yes, <laughs> your your phone is absolutely going crazy. Um, one tweet that we have is from at Beans of SFPL, who says, "I hate the correlation between real life violence and video games because there's no proof of the connection." Another tweet comes from at We Are in Trance, who says, "It's simply a pastime. Depends how serious you take the pastime." Also, I believe it can make you smarter and another tweet comes from at the choice of nyc who says this game is dangerous for those who let the game control them kids under 18 should not play grand theft auto all right there can, it I, is. can i say something yeah just jump in everyone okay please yeah, feel free to jump in yeah okay. um first off i, I want to talk talk about that i did an experiment because i review games as well as a journalist so my nephew who's uh seven years old uh jonathan and my other nephew uh 15 um trayvon and julian um he's 12 right so there's this game uh far cry 3 now far cry 3 don't get all the praise like a grand theft auto game does but far cry 3 is you got a lot of cursing it's it's real real adult you know what I'm saying? But these are the same kids that do great in school, got futures, and they want to do things. And that's because they was raised correctly. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I feel like anytime a parent is properly involved in a kid's life, they are responsible for raising that child. Let them know what's real and what's not, how to do this and how to do that. So just as well as you get amped for playing the game, you could play basketball on the court and get amped for winning the trophy. It's like You know what I'm saying? People get amped for all types of things. It's just that when you're being raised, you have to be raised right. And if you're not being raised correctly, then you can't blame the child for coming up a certain way. You gotta blame the parents for having kids that they can't, can't, can't handle. Alright, valid point. I'm amped because the phone lines are blowing up. Let's go to the Quan from the Bronx right now. Okay, we're going to go right through Let's this here. Go. Everybody jump in when you feel like you uh, you, you want to get in on it. The Quan from the Bronx, thanks for calling in. What's your question or comment? Uh, um, I, it's not really a question or comment, and I agree with the homie. He's correct. I feel like I've been playing video games since I was about three or four. I was playing Mortal Kombat. I'm 22 years old. I have an older brother. He's nine years older than me. I've been aware of reality since I was probably eight. And I understand that the fact that video games is fun or whatever, it's the same thing with movies. You can't say that a movie made you do something. It's the same thing. The movies contain the same amount of violence that a video game will have, such as Grand Theft Auto, Far Cry, Last of Us, anything of that nature. I have a little brother that's five years old. He plays wrestling. He knows his faith. Even though wrestling is just as violent as anything else, he knows that it's fake. It's just that I feel like people got to be self-aware. And as he said, as a parent, you should take responsibility and know what your kids is playing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Dequan. Good, good point. Everyone, everyone's shaking their head on that. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Tracy from New, from the city. Tracy, hi. You're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Tracy? 
Hey, Tracy. Okay, we lost Tracy. Let's go to uh, Educate from the Bronx. Educate? Educate is not from the Bronx. Educate is from Brooklyn. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Educate. Educate. Uh-oh. Let's, I think let's, that's my boy, too. Don't be starting no beef here. <laughs> okay, okay. We love Lisa. We love Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. Hip-hop game, what up, man? What's Yo, up, dude? Nothing much. I just wanted to make a comment. Okay. Um, I feel like anybody that ever that said anything negative about something that's popular is usually not relate they don't usually relate to it so mm. if you if, if you look at hip-hop music people that say hip-hop made me do this or rock made me do that they usually aren't the type to relate to that so people that say video games make people do certain things they usually are people that don't play video games <laughs> and i don't want to i don't want to say everybody's like that because that's obviously not true but for the most part i think it's more of a a problem with people that relate to it or don't relate to it that feel this way about video games or okay. anything else in general. All right, educate. Thank you very, thank you very much for the point, Kyle. What about that? Um, that it's the haters. I mean, I would I would say it's one part of the haters, but you know, for someone like. As someone who's in this gaming world, someone who has played for the, for the better part, uh, you know, of their life, and then for someone who actually covers it, yo, I do understand. I wonder, you know, growing up, like, I was there when the Nintendo, I had a Nintendo, I had a Sega, I had a PlayStation, and I've hauled all the generations after that. So, I've seen when games were ugly. You know, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not, they weren't as pretty as they are today. So, I mean, I can imagine, let's say there's a kid growing up in, like, the 90s, and they grew up with something like a PlayStation, and then... If they're maybe insecure or something like that and they see it as an escape like i didn't have the type of capabilities to go online and play with my friends all across the world so i can i didn't have the ability to stay in all the time i had to go outside and play mm. it wasn't that big of an escape for me so if you, you're not raised properly if you don't have um the proper balance the, the type of clarity to you know see what's passed aside from getting you know in a digital world i can see why some kids may get lost personally all right 1-800-223-9797 hit us up on twitter at street underscore soldiers at lisa evers and uh, we gotta take a break tj already oh my gosh we got so many calls and so much more to talk about hot 97 but i want to let you know hot 97 has your kanye tickets also performing kendrick lamar yeah (laughs) i didn't say anything and a tribe called quest your free tickets all weekend remember there's a king's you can have you can be a king of even a really small country too (laughs) new york all right barclays center november 19th and 20th at madison square garden um, November 23rd and 24th. Tickets on sale now. No, Kendrick, we love you. You know that. We're just joking. <laughs> Kanye tickets. We'll be back right after this. Every day this week at 7.30 on the High 97 Morning Show. We're hooking you up with tickets to see the Brooklyn Nets. You'll sit in High 97's private box. Free food. You got to buy your own drinks, though. Okay. One wide open. Throws it down. And a foul. Every day this week on the High 97 Morning Show, 7.30 a.m. Tickets to see the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. make some noise. The Brooklyn Nets, the High 97 Morning Show, and you at the game. Hey, Todd. Whoa, Doug, how did you get a PlayStation 4? It's not even out yet. How did I get a PlayStation 4 before it's even out yet? Well, I'll tell you. I entered for a chance to win a PlayStation 4 before its official release after I purchased a five-buck box at a participating Taco Bell location. What? Taco Bell is giving away one PlayStation 4 every 15 minutes. Prices may vary. Tax extra. No purchase necessary. Avoid or prohibited. Promotion ends 11-10-13. Official rules of free entry info at participating stores or www.tacobell.com slash winps4. Play the future first. Man, Doug, you really changed since law school. Have you heard? We're letting a million people try Proactive 100% risk-free and get our fast-acting refining mask and green tea moisturizer free when you call right now, 1-800-644-3040. You heard it. You'll receive a 60-day trial of Proactive 100% risk-free plus two free extras. You won't risk a penny. Call now for America's number one acne system. Call 1-800-644-3040. That's 1-800-644-3040. In our community. In our community. In our community, everyone has access to health care. In our community, everyone can have a good doctor. In our community, everyone has the power to choose. Our community is an affinity community where the people of Affinity Health Plan help people like you apply for quality health insurance. We provide affordable care throughout New York City, as well as in Nassau, Suffolk, Westchester, Rockland, and Orange Counties. And we have access to more than 30,000 doctors and 68 of the area's best hospitals. 
Whether it's for you, your family, or your business, Affinity has a program that's right for you. We are an Affinity community. We are an Affinity community. We are an Affinity community. Affinity Health Plan. Visit us at affinityplan.org or call 866-241-2821. GEICO presents a man who just saved on his motorcycle insurance. First off, my name is Daryl. Second, this is no motorcycle. This monster is 1,100 cc's of raw internal combustion power. Feel the ground shake! Now, I know what you're thinking. Where's this science teacher's logical attitude that goes with his sensible sneakers? Well, Mr. Reigns on my parade, I saved a bunch on motorcycle insurance with GEICO. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some young minds that need molding. GEICO Motorcycle. See how much you could save. Is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? At Buffalo Wild Wings, we think a case can be made for lunch. Think about it. Award-winning hand-spun wings in 16 signature sauces and five seasonings, buffalitos, wraps, burgers, and salads. Yeah, we're thinking that's a pretty good argument. Now throw in the fact that we've got over 50 big screens to watch all the sports you'll ever want. It's officially a no-brainer. So next time, make lunch your game-winning meal. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. The craving for chocolate is all grown up. That's Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry, presents Le'Veon Chocolate Diamonds and Chocolate-Cultured South Sea Pearls. From ancient royalty to today's red carpet, Le'Veon is the only company on Earth to make jewelry with chocolate diamonds, including exclusive designs you'll only find at Jared. It can only be Jared! Find a Jared store or shop anytime at jared.com. State Farm, this is Jessica. Hey, Jessica, Jerry Newman. Does State Farm offer more discounts to more drivers? Yep, like the good driver discount. So it's a discount for good, but not great drivers. No, Jerry. We also have accident-free discounts. You give people one free accident? Not quite. There's also the multi-line discount. For calling from multiple lines while driving. You should never use a phone while driving. I only make calls from my car when I'm stuck in a ditch or something. Are you in a ditch? Yes, I am. State Farm offers more discounts to more drivers than any other insurance company. Get to a better state. Call 1-800-STATE-FARM today. We are best YMCMP percent DJ Khaled. Yeah. Suffering from success. Featuring no new friends. No friends. And I want to be with you. Suffering from success in stores now. On sale at Best Buy for $11.99. Exclusive version also available. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people only on Hot 97. All right, we're back on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers on Twitter, at Street underscore Soldiers. LisaEvers.com for those podcasts of Street Soldiers. You're always asking us about uh, Fox 5 videos and also what our upcoming shows are here on Hot 97. Next Sunday, we're going to be talking about fat or fit. (laughs) Why is it in New York City that we now have doctors that have to prescribe vegetables and fruit to our children? (laughs) parents don't want to cook what about what about women that like to call themselves big beauties but is that really healthy (laughs) what about guys that call them say it's hey it's just a spare tank Mm. in the front oh no how what about our communities where i can tell you because i go all over the city in the tri-state i really bring my own organic i bring my own (laughs) food and shakes and salads and everything with me because i don't want fried pork rinds for lunch so this is what we're talking about, food or fit. Are you having trouble with your weight? Are you feeling like your weight is now interfering with your relationship? Are you a woman who's dealt with these body issues? What about that mom of three kids with a six-pack, and she's like, if I can do it, you can do it? A lot of women got upset about that. Um, you know, And she's a former bulimic, so who knows if it's the workout or the bathroom that's doing the trick there? Oh, see. Mm. <laughs> just keeping it real. No, right. just keeping it real. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about next week, the whole weight issue, especially in our communities, especially here in the city where we still have this childhood obesity problem, but also the images for women and for men now. Now for men, like, you know, the, the guys used to get off the hook, but now if you want to be a successful rapper, you better look like you've been spending two hours a day in the gym, too. Hit me up, Lisa Evers 97 at gmail.com. A new email for our guests because our other one was... Too over, you know, overflown and blown out. Lisa Evers ninety seven at gmail dot com. If you want to be a guest on that show, L I S A E V E R S ninety seven at gmail dot com. Now let's get back to the video game situation here. Hip Hop Gamer has just invited me, yeah, to a game of Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> 
Definitely. To teach me, right? Show Definitely. me, where, you know, all the way, take me through the whole thing and play it, which I'll probably be addicted. And so if this is my last Street Soldier show, I want to thank you all for, for being with it. me and supporting us all this time. I guarantee, I guarantee you'll love it. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm loving it. But anyway, let me introduce or reintroduce our panel to you in case you're just joining us. We got Kyle Harvey with us. He's the music and tech editor for thegrio.com. It was good. The Angelina Montanez. She's a gaming editor for Evolve Entertainment, and she's attending NYU for game programming. We also have with us Sean Allen. He's a video game developer. We have the hip-hop gamer. We also have um, licensed clinical social worker Marguerite Donaldson. And on the phone, we have, from Grand Theft Auto V, the man who is the voice of Franklin. Are you there, Sean? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? Thank you so much for being with us. Round of applause. (laughs) Thanks, brother. Thanks. Now, Sean, your last name is Fontano. Your real name? Yeah, Fontino. Fontino, yeah. okay, Sean yeah. Fontino. So, what do you think about you know what do you think about being in this game? I mean, this is like a huge. I hope you're getting a little point on that. A billion dollars in three days. <laughs> oh man, you know that's you know the the money issue. I really can't get into nothing like that. But um, <laughs> so you get paid? A, I'm good. He's <laughs> but good. being a part of it, being a part of this game, it's like you know it's it's, it's major. You know, you just wake up in the morning and they're telling you. You know, you're at 820-some million plus in 22 hours. That's big, man. That's huge. That's great. How did you get in? How did you get into that? Because uh, it, are you an actor? Like, what's your background? Well, my background, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm an actor slash. You know, I used to do the rap game back what I do back in the days, and um, and I did um Grand Theft Auto before just the voices on it back in 2001, 2002. So I'm pretty familiar with the series and stuff, and um. My cousin, he actually played um, um, the guy CJ in um, San Andreas. <laughs> wow, young Melee, so, baby. Yeah, young Melee, man. Shout out to Melee. And um, you know, they just called me up out of the blue, out of nowhere, which is DJ Poo, a good friend of mine. He asked me to come read for it, so I went and read for it against a lot of people, man. Rappers like Problem YG, you know, a lot of cats and stuff. And um, I got the call back, and I got lucky, you know, and I landed it. I did a good job. I think. What y'all think? Oh, yeah. No, everybody's shaking their head and smiling. Yo. I think you did a great job. I'm going to find out when Hip Hop Gamer uh, you yo. know, takes me through it. <clears throat> I'm going to take Lisa through it. Yo, Franklin, me personally, man, I'm going to tell you, man, yo, God bless you. Yo, playing that game, man, like, I know you was at Comic-Con. I didn't get a chance to personally meet you, but, yo, we really got to do something, man. I think you phenomenal. Your character was crazy, but you you as a person, I think, is just dope, man, for real. I love your work, and that game is I really appreciate it, brother. Has has it changed your like? How has it changed your life? Like, are people treating you differently in your real life? Oh man, it's it's crazy. (laughs) You know, it's the the family, the friends, the public. You know, I get ran up on in banks and restaurants, and uh, I'm at the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I get. (laughs) Well, he's in L.A. He's in L.A. It's a Cali. Yeah, I'm in L.A., man. So you know. They run up on us, man, and just pop up and want to take pictures and autographs. But I'm being recognized all around the world, I think, you know, and it's it's a great feeling, you know. So I'm taking it in stride and just staying blessed up and um, doing what I do, you know, and trying to branch off and do bigger and better things with this. What was the most challenging part of it for you? Oh, man, is the is the, the motion caption, you know, wearing that tight suit, man. You know, you have to be like, you have, you have to be like um, Tyson Bedford, you know, the, the model. You have to have one of them bodies to be comfortable in them suits, you know what I'm saying? Because you got a lot of, <laughs> you got a lot of uh, engineers and cameras in your face and you got like 30, 40 people standing around you and you got this suit on. So just to get comfortable wearing that suit, then once you overcome that, it's like a phobia and then you're good from there on out. Hmm. All right, all right. All right. So what's next for you, Sean? Oh, man, I got a few things up, man. I'm working with DJ Pooh right now. He got a couple movies coming out. Um, He just locked in some picture deals and stuff, so I'm signing with him right now. And I'm looking to do more voice acting work, too, you know, so that's what I'm doing right now. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for checking in with us this morning. We appreciate it, and uh, good luck with everything. Oh, man, I really appreciate y'all for having me on, Lisa Evers and um, Andrew and my boys all over there, man. Y'all keep your eye out for me. I definitely would keep y'all happy and doing good work. (laughs) Definitely, Sean, if people want to follow you, if if people want to follow you, are are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, man. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I'm Sean underscore Fontino, and you can follow me there, and you can follow me at Sean underscore Fontino on Instagram, too. So the followers is coming in, and I really appreciate it, you know, the help and everybody is 
letting me get a shout out on the radio right now. So I'm looking to get about another hundred thousand. <laughs> All right, at Sean underscore Fantino, aka Franklin of Grand Theft Auto Five. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. That's the man. All right, thank you too. Yeah, have a blessed day. All right, thank you. You too. All right, let's get to some. We got a lot of phone calls. Call it. Oh man, <laughs> everyone. I know I'm feeling stressed here because I know we can't get there. Let's go to Marcus from New Jersey real quick. And all my guests in studio, please jump in, okay? Marcus, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. How you doing, Lisa? Listen, number one, I want to tell you I love you. I love your work. I love what you're doing out there. Continue to educate the people, Lisa. Thank you very but, much, um, Marcus. I appreciate it. I, um, again, my name is Marcus. I'm from Elizabeth, New Jersey. And I called because, you know, uh, the radio show came on while my son was playing Modern Warfare. And yeah. he gets great grades in school. You know, he's not a violent child. He right. does well um, with other children. You know, he's in Cub Scout. And it's never been a problem. Um, and and I, just, I, just, I just think it's just bad parenting when, um, you know, children, you know, when children just mess up with the video games and things like that. It's just bad parenting. And, you know, there's already an underlying problem with the child when they're messing up like that. You know, and, and, and that the video game is, and you're thing. saying the video game is being blamed for it. Exactly, the video game is being blamed for. My son has Modern Warfare. He has uh, Grand Theft Auto. He's nine years old, and Marcus. he knows the difference between reality and games. Marcus, you know how I mean? old is your son? It, 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 nine years old. He said nine. We have the fighter here. All right, Marcus, thank you so much for the call, and thanks for the love. We appreciate it. Marguerite, what about the, the, the age appropriate? His his son is nine. Obviously, he's you know a good father. He's there. He knows everything his son's doing. His son's doing well in school. Is there any? Do you see any problem with that? Honestly. Personally, I do. And, and why? It seems that in his particular situation, um, his son is acclimating well, and he's not having any particular problems with taking in these images, but I think um, society-wide, we do have to worry about what kind of images we're taking in. And that is through the music, that is through the um, visuals, be it television, movies, video games. Are the little kids today, like the, the ones that are like three and four years old that are starting out on devices and everything is digital, 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 and parents have to kind of like separate them, like, hey, go out, um, go out and play in the park or go run around or whatever. Is there... Um, is there a danger? Are their brains being rewired in a different way? Absolutely. Or is that too extreme? No, absolutely. In fact, there's a lot of research coming out as to how our brains are changing based on our experiences. Be it if we're traumatized, the chemistry of our brain actually changes. And so it's the same with using these digital devices, be it your smartphone, be it the gaming. Um, it does actually start to rewire um, our brains. I would like to say something to that. Um if you look at what's going on like in the world and stuff like that, Grand Theft Auto, right? One of the biggest titles ever. But what's the name of it? Grand Theft Auto. That there's been Grand Theft Auto happening before games was even created. Right. So a lot of these games that you see right now is actually ins- inspirations from what we've been seeing before games existed. Now that they look more realistic, games have grown up. See the problem? I feel that a lot of people still got that mentality that games are for kids and kids only. So you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. No, games have grown up just like we as people grow up so that's why you see all this forward technology and forward movement and they can show it in games so just as well as you got a game or a movie or music or whatever it's all about being mature enough to handle it and that comes with growth that comes with learning and it comes with experience if a if a parent is distant from their child they look for somewhere else to get comfort whether it's a game or something to release that you see what i'm saying so i don't really look at it as like so-called brain rewiring i look at it as a situation of lack of love you know what i'm saying and when you see the disturbing like you could go on the news right now if you look you put on your xbox right they have um uh, ratings built on the xbox so if you put grand theft auto in your system it won't work you can actually design it to where your kids can't even play those games if you don't want them to or for whatever reason. So there's safeguards with these consoles, and that's responsibility. You see what I'm saying? There needs to be safeguards within what you see anywhere if if you want to talk about that being the case. All right, we're, we're up against the clock, which I hate because we have so many phone calls, too. But, Angelina, what about – I want to just talk quick, quickly about careers. Like, can you actually make a career and make money in this? Oh, yeah. You can make <laughs> – you can make thousands of dollars in this industry. It, you're selling a different world. You're selling a fantasy to people who actually, they want to escape. A game, anybody can make these games and make money off of it. 
I think that we're just focusing on all the negative of the games because you never see the positive of anything when it comes to gaming. So well, I think it's negative. also. I think we're also talking about a couple different things too, like the, yeah. the difference of the ages. Like it, like it's something. But it's different with a three up, or four I year old. I grew up playing Mortal Kombat, and anybody who's played Mortal Kombat knows fatalities. You're ripping off people's heads, arms, yeah. and limbs. Get over here! My parents <laughs> sat me down after they saw the game and said, "Look, I'm going to explain something to you. This is fantasy, and in reality, you can't do this. There's a consequences for doing these things." You have to sit down with your kids and actually explain these games. You just can't have them play the game and think that, oh, they'll figure it out on their own. It's a video game. They'll understand. Especially if you're nine. You're not. No, really. It comes, it comes down, at the end of the day, it comes down to the parenting, I think. That's what, that's what everyone's agreeing. I wish we had more time for this. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. got so many, I know, so many <laughs> this calls. This is really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it all in because I know it's funny because, um, you know, I think I think sometimes when we get games misconstrued with it being a release, there there are other unique scenarios and when people go on World Star. I know I got friends that'll sit around and watch these fight compilations on World Star for hours and hours on end and I'm just like, What what do you get out of that? But right. I'll go around and play whatever game it is for me and that's my release. I can't really judge because it really does just come letting your ch- your child or even if you don't have a parent, some of these kids get access and letting these games or other outlets raise them. You know, that's the that's the one thing. It's all about the balance, and that's the one thing when you see these crazy stories or when people cite, you know, Doom, or even when it came down to Columbine, these kids are talking about what got them off. It was just like what their parents not doing. It's all about the balance and the clarity that comes with that. All right, mm-hmm. that's going to have to be the final word. Kyle Harvey uh, with com music and tech editor. Thank you so much for being with us. Angelina Montanez, gaming editor, Evolve Entertainment. Thank, thank you so you. much for being with us. Sean Allen, thank you for bringing up all those great points. Video developer, hip-hop gamer, you are on Grand Theft Auto Fight. What's going to happen if I beat you at that? If you beat me, we gonna get have a rematch. We're not gonna tell nobody. Like, <laughs> I'll be in the ba- I'll be duct taped in the back of a trunk and you get the belt. Seat. You get the belt if you beat me. Oh, that's, that's too big. <laughs> All right, and um, Mar- Marguerite Donaldson, thank you so much for being with us, licensed clinical social worker. I want to bring thank in. You. I want to let everybody know about something that's really important right now that's going on in New Jersey. It is called Safe Surrender, Fugitive Safe Surrender. And we have with us the acting attorney general from the state of New Jersey on the line right now, John Hoffman. Mr. Hoffman, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thanks thank you for having me, Lisa. First of all, who is eligible for this program? Because we've talked about some safe surrender programs here in New York City, but what's the New Jersey program and who can get involved in it? Well, it's any United States uh, citizen or legal resident that has a warrant out for their arrest. So any outstanding warrant for uh, any type of arrest? Exactly. Failure to appear, uh, parking ticket, any kind of a warrant that they come in uh, on November 6th to 9th in Jersey City at Evangelismos Greek Orthodox Church. And the idea is, you know, by taking responsibility and accountability for um, the existing warrant, they'll come in. They'll receive favorable consideration, and they'll have the warrants really wiped, uh, wiped clean, and they'll, they'll leave with a clean slate. All right. What about for people who are concerned that if they go in there, they show up no, between November 6th and 9th in Jersey City, they have an outstanding warrant that they might show up and, let's just say, might not walk out the door unless they're in handcuffs? Well, at least I'll tell you, you know, the, the facts are that less than 1% of the people that avail themselves of fugitive safe surrender uh, uh, end up in custody. And so there have been over 13,000 people so far in the state who have done it, and less than 1% have, uh, have ended up in custody, as I said. And now if you have a very violent history, or if you have a warrant out for a very uh, violent offense, if you're, you're wanted for armed robbery or something of that nature, yeah, then it's likely that you will be uh, in custody. But once again, you'll still be receiving sort of a favorable perspective um, from the judge for having taken responsibility and accountability for your actions. So if you, basically, if you've got a warrant out there, this is the best deal you're going to get. And then do most of the people, um, most, most of the people who show up, are they given like, a, are they given another court date or what, what happens with the majority of people, would you say? A lot of their situations are resolved right there. Um, some will require another court date. Uh, for instance, if the uh, warrant has to do with uh, uh, failure to pay, uh, on child custody issues, um, but for the most part, uh, their situations are resolved right there, and they leave not only with a clean slate, but will have a lot of social services resources available for them at the same time, drug rehabilitation, um, things of that nature. And then, and then uh, Mr. Hoffman, what hours on the November 6th through 9th in Jersey City is, is it going to be open at the church there? 
Nine to four, Lisa. Nine a.m. to four p.m. And what about for people that are working or they can't they can't make make it at that time? Is there is there a good number for information? Um, yeah, if they, they can get a lot of information at a number of different sources, uh, there's an information line which is eight five five F S S N J twelve, which is eight five seven seven sixty five twelve. We have a website www.fssnj.com. Facebook site, facebook.com backslash FSSNJ, and a Twitter site, twitter.com backslash FSSNJ1. We're doing our best, Lisa, to get this information out to as many people as possible. And then why would the, why would the people, just let me ask you this, and then why would the people that are responsible for prosecuting criminals be you know, wanting to take care of this and cut them a break like this? Well, you know, it's really an opportunity on a massive, comprehensive, whole-scale basis to come in and clear all of these warrants and give people an opportunity sort of for a fresh start in their lives and an opportunity to avail themselves of social services. At the same time, this has a very strong safety component. Um, over the past five years, approximately 46 law enforcement officers have been killed while interacting with fugitives and trying to execute a warrant. And so if we can reduce that sort of a crisis situation where someone has warned is approached by a law enforcement officer and panics, which has happened in the past, we can create a much more safe environment and, and much greater safety for our communities. So win-win for everyone. It is a win-win. As we call it, it's one-stop shopping for a new life. One-stop shopping for a new life. Okay, there it is. And uh, Mr. Hoffman, I want to give out the, the website again. We're speaking with John Hoffman, the Acting Attorney General for New Jersey. It's Fugitive Safe Surrender. Their website is F, S like Sam, S like Sam. That's for Fugitive Safe Surrender, NJ.com, if you want more information. And they're doing it November 6th through 9th in Jersey City. You can get all the information on the website, F S. SNJ.com. Mr. Hoffman, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks again for having me, Lisa. Okay, we really appreciate it. And also, I want to let you know, next Sunday we're going to be talking about weight issues, body image. Our kids are so sick in New York, they have to be prescribed by doctors to have vegetables and fruit. How crazy is that? Crazy. That's crazy. So, um, or are you a woman who is sick and tired of all the pressure on women to look a certain way? What about guys? Guys are now starting to feel that same pressure, too. You know, you can only wear that 5XL t-shirt so long and get away with it before somebody starts saying something. I got muscles. So, it's it's muscles under there, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, hit me Hit me up, LisaEvers97 at gmail.com. That's LisaEvers97 at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest on that show, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about can you be what somebody would consider overweight and, um, you know, still be healthy? Is this whole idea of, yeah, she's just big boned? Is that a myth? That's old, man. Is it? <laughs> It's like, you know, like all these things. Is thick okay? I mean, this is what we're going to be. Thick is nice. Thick is great. We're going to be breaking it all down for you next Sunday. So hit me up if you want to be a guest on this show. LisaEvers97 at gmail.com. And I want to let you know this episode of Street Soldiers was brought to you by Lincoln Tech. Careers that build America. I got to say a very special shout out and congratulations to the one and only cool DJ Red Alert on his anniversary. 30 years. Wow. DJ. Wow. That's cool amazing. DJ, alert, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And shout to Flex. And the, yeah, shout to Flex uh, for Don't the, the for the, that's my dude, for the tribute to him and everything last night. And wow, that's amazing. So I want to thank everybody here at Hot 97, my Street Soldiers team, our executive producer, Tone Capone, our associate producer, Angelique Tyree, our production supervisor and producer, Andrew Veris, our board op and tech support, the one and only TJ, our intern, Kirsty Placencia. And uh, check me out on lisaevers.com twitter at lisa evers check me out on the fox 5 news at 5 6 and 10 you know i've been going hard on that whole biker case because there's yeah, a yeah. you know shady anyway have a great week <laughs> did i just give my opinion on that <laughs> no, it's, it's shady under trees okay have a great week everybody remember use your mind it's your best weapon i hope it's your only weapon i'm lisa evers push for peace i'm asking kids what can i get here at toys r us they've got all the best action figures lego sits and games